Apologize for yesterday. Um, I didn't do a live show yesterday. I told Bob that some things came up where I had to fix. I had to fix some major water leaks that I mentioned on a Monday. That's fixed. My son's 16th birthday today, so I had to get to I had to get some things done. So no show yesterday. I apologize, but we got a cool guest through the Bell Paranormal. She's coming on because when we get to the main topics about uh, haunted places. What's better to have somebody who's actually more involved in the paranormal than we are? I'd look into it, but she knows more. And, hell, she might see a ghost standing next to Bob, too, all we know. <laughs> yeah. you know? No way. <laughs> Bob got, you know, got molested by aliens and uh, yeah. took the day from him. So, you know, maybe she sees evidence of that. Who knows? We don't know. You can't molest the willing, Eric. So I don't mind the aliens doing what they do. That's fine. I usually accept first, that. And then usually the first part of the show, we do uh, a little coffee diet talk. Before we get into our little segments. So for our little, just little 15 minute, you know, talk, you know, that people come in and we get into our, our more of our subjects is, guys, I don't know if, both of you watched um, the debate last night with um, Donald Trump and uh, uh, Joe Biden. Uh, I actually did watch it. <laughs> I watched it. And, and I got to say, it was probably the most fun debacle <laughs> debate I've ever seen in my life. I mean, it was just. I don't know what to say about it. I, I loved it. I ate popcorn because it really was not a debate. It was just more of I'm talking over you. I'm talking over you, 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 uh, pointing fingers back and forth. And the only thing I got to say is people who live in America, like myself, uh, Vel lives in America, Bob lives in England, so he probably doesn't care about America anymore. But that. Yeah, but what I got to say is, hey, I'm sorry, Americans. You guys asked for it. I mean, I, I'm sorry. You guys put Trump in office. You guys put Joe Biden as to take over the office. <laughs> so Republicans, Democrat parties, this is what you guys voted for. Hey, you yeah, guys, but- me? Hey, I've said you want to change America. You want to change all the conspiracies. You got to get rid of the two party systems. Well, they got Boris, Eric. They got Boris, man. They, they got it just as bad. They got it really bad. In fact, there was a major, a major stink over here in England because apparently Parliament, it turns out, are not following the same laws as the people. So the people are wearing their wearing whatever they got to do to, to, to play along with the, the ball game. And um, all the bars are now being shut down at curfew at 10 o'clock, which is pissing everybody off. Everybody lives in a pub over here. That's their dinner place. That's their hangout place. It's like Cheers in America. It's the same thing over here. So it turned out that 10 o'clock curfew was going down. 
But people were going, hey, wait a minute. Why is the lights that parliament has their own private bars and their own things separate from all the other people? They were noticing that the lights were still on at the parliament bars. And so some people were going to go, wait a minute now. It turns out that the people in parliament here in England are rocking fucking beers until like late hours and staggering around drunk. And I'm going, whoa, how is it? And no masks, drunk, way after curfew. So finally, somebody made a stink about it. They put it in the paper. And so parliament's like, hey, we don't have to follow these rules. We're parliament. <laughs> They're like, bullshit. Sit for example. So there was a big spread in the newspaper. Everyone's like ranting about what's up with Parliament. What do they think they are? Who do they think they are? You know, you know so, Bob, yeah. you're, you're you're correct because when I was in Denmark a couple years ago, one thing I noticed about other countries is breakfast is huge here in America. We love our breakfast, oh, yeah. but in Denmark, they don't give a shit about breakfast. It's all just uh, pastries and some coffee. And their big thing is more lunch and dinner, you yeah. know, and that's yeah. their main thing, you know, uh, yeah. uh, getting together and all that. It, it's just, it's just that, that, you know, we're ruled in America by the Republican and Democrat party. We are ruled by them. Yeah. It doesn't matter who's president. They rule us. Why? Because really? we're voting them in. You know, I've always said now, I always say it is important to vote, you know, you know, and people, you know, I, I do believe that if you don't vote, you don't really have a lot of right to say, uh, what's wrong in this country if you didn't put in a vote. But it doesn't mean you have to vote for the two-party systems, you know? Like, yeah, when yeah. I vote this year, I'm voting for Eric Wood, Gypsy Rose. Yeah, I, vote for you. I, actually, I actually fell out the paperwork. I actually can be voted in as president. My name won't be on the ballot because I didn't get a million, uh, I didn't get a million subscriptions. I didn't get a, a million signatures. But, but if you type in my full name, Eric Eugene Wood, that vote will actually count for me. So yeah. you can you can go and vote. You can say, "Hey, I voted," but you don't have to vote for those two people. You know, like Roka would say, "You got to people got to grow cojones and and stop." Well, because this is the argument, Bob and Val. Yeah. I always hear this from people. Well, yeah. we, this is the most important election of our lifetime, so we have to vote Trump out every four years. It's the most important election of a lifetime every four years. You got to start making a stance and say, we got to vote out these two party system. We got to get in more independent or, you know, there's a blue collar working party. There's a, a green, um, green rain. Yeah. I don't know. There are other parties, but people make fun of those parties. But it's like, yeah. why? why make fun of them? Find yourself a real candidate who don't belong to the two corruptions because Democrats, Republicans, it's all about the money for them. It's all about the money. It is. It, it's purely about the money. We're never yeah. moving forward as a nation because, listen, if Joe uh, if Biden gets in four years later, what are we going to hear? This is the most important election of our lifetime. We got to get him out. So, I mean, it's. Yeah. So, well, like, to me, it's one thing that's common. Anyway, nothing real and nothing. Nothing's real. Nothing's we're in a big ass movie script. It's too silly. If it makes me laugh like a damn TV show, it's just not real, man. I'm like, no, this is. I mean, I was gonna watch it to be entertained, not to be politically it was, motivated. It, it, it was. It was. I mean, it was a TV show. You want to yeah. talk about the low shots? I mean, Trump was talking about Biden's son. First yeah. Of all, listen, there's one rule I always have: you don't talk about other people's kids. No, I don't care 
if you had addictions in the past or not, because most every Americans at one time in life has had an addiction. Okay. Yeah. You, you take, you keep people's kids off the subject, but they did not last night. I mean, it was just bad, bad, bad. <laughs> it was just like, this yeah. fun eating popcorn. Bill, I'm serious. You gotta, you gotta watch a replay of it. It's more funny than an yeah. actual. It's replay. what it's supposed to be. I mean, it's exact. If what it looks like what it is, it's exactly it. And, it's the, a sitcom show for you to watch. Well, it's this reality. The guy, the guy who narrates it, whatever, was saying, you know, guys, you know, we gotta, we gotta start getting back into this. You know, he might oh. say, he might say himself is he, he might say that the, uh, the, the thing was a joke, but it was the best thing that ever happened to him because he's, because more people are watching it because, oh. it's, you know, so whoever was hosting it. He probably his ratings probably just went up. He yeah, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. It's what it's designed love, to be. People love debunkles. People love when shit when shit hits the fan. They love it. They won't say it, but they love it. And everybody loves chaos. Everyone likes bad chaos. things. Everyone likes this everybody chaos. Everybody loves bad press. Everybody loves chaos. I mean, it's just what people feed on in this place. Big ass lizard brains, man. They love it. <laughs> but I love it. I'm not gonna lie. I love it. I, I mean, we don't talk. We don't really talk politics here, but it was just no. so crazy. It was so funny that it was more of a watching a joke. And if anybody had my uh, had me on Instagram throughout the whole thing, I was putting up all my Joe Biden and uh, my Joe Biden and Donald Trump pictures through the whole thing. You know, <laughs> some people go, "Dude, that is disturbing." What you just put up? Oh. The whole political party is disturbing. So what, what's the difference, right? <laughs> I want to hear Veal. What's Veal's opinion on that? Did you watch the debate? Veal did not watch that. I am not watching that circus. It ain't happening. No, I don't watch it either, but I just had to last night because I knew. Of course, Eric. I just knew. I mean, it's not wrong to watch it. I mean, it's not. I mean, I mean this again, like. If I see a house on fire, I'm gonna watch it burn. I'm gonna watch it burn. I know it's bad. I the, I feel bad for what happened. People's private shit is on fire, but I'm gonna watch it burn. I might even cook hot dogs on it. I don't. I know. know. Well, a flat card music wrote: the only way to fix the world is to convince the people that the power that are are corrupt liars, which he is right. We are literally need to have the majority figure this out. So that we would be able to overthrow them. You know what the problem is, uh, flat card music. A lot of people do figure it out, but they don't have the balls to vote outside their party. They just don't. They're they, yeah, they're sure. just too afraid. They're like, well, this is too important of an election to not vote for somebody else. And it's like, you got to start somewhere. Yeah, you got to start somewhere. You got to start voting outside the parties. I don't care who's in it because the next four years going to be the same thing. It's not like, listen. I don't care who's president. They're not going to let the they're not going to let United States fall apart because they need us because they need money and power to stay in office to have money for their own families for protection. Yeah. So they got to have an economy to keep going. So both parties are not going to let us fall because they want because they're corrupted. They want money. But beyond that, who cares? Let's go one of my most favorite segments of the show. It is called Hold on. Nobody saw that because I had words above that. So I feel so bad. So I got to do it again. 
Is this Mandela effect or is this mental illness? Well, guys, this is going to be a little different because I got an Instagram message from the star, David the, uh, Dutch. Uh, Bob, how do you say his last name? David of X Files. David Dutch of Vinny. Say 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 his full name. David DeCovity. He text he emailed or Instagrammed me and said, oh, Hey, you know, I know you do a show on Mandela Effect. I actually had an episode on the X Files talking about what I think the Mandela Effect is. He and he said that that he wrote that part of the script in that episode. So I actually have a two-minute clip of sure. them explaining the Mandela effect in this X-File clip. And he said he asked me to take his clip and, for the hell of it, put it to the Whopper machine. Wow. So his clip will be going into the Whopper machine. And if Vel doesn't know what a Whopper machine is, you're going to find out. Believe. So let me share this screen. Let me Get this up here. Hold on. Where is it? I have it here somewhere. Oh, there it is. I have it here. Oh, believe. Oh, here we go. Uh, no. There it. Oh, there it is. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Now, people, I just want everybody to know that all these clips here that you see is is. Uh, if you ever want to see these clips that I'm showing, it is on my backup channel. Uh, called the Matrix Eye. So I just put in the chat in case you guys want to see this clip on your own. It's only a two-minute clip, but they're going to be talking about the Medellin effect here. Here we go. Are you guys ready? Ooh. You can manipulate memory, creates unlimited power, political, economical, cultural, runs the gamut from Holocaust denial to corporate product recognition. There are companies who are willing to pay anything, do anything to have people forget that their products explode on impact or suddenly catch fire. Companies like Jeep spending billions in profit to repress these memories. The only thing I haven't been able to do is to figure out how they're doing it. They can't. I, I'm sorry, but this is ridiculous. I mean, the Mandela effect is this simply... This is the Mandela effect, guys. This is the Mandela effect, just there. Is simply people misremembering stuff. Maybe this is actually evidence of a parallel universe. Wait, Wait what? what? So maybe the, these differences in collective memories are actually evidence of our universe somehow becoming intertwined with another, if not identical, and very similar universe. So people's memories are correct. They're just remembering something that happened in another dimension. Hence the discrepancies. That's science. Theoretical science at best. Mulder. Yeah. We're not going to do this parallel universe sci-fi gobbledygook nerd boy okay so just please drop it because that crap is me a headache it's a lot better than some evil entity zapping people's brains with a hypno ray gun i never mentioned a hypno ray gun guys it's faulty memory because occam's razor that's ozzy's razor not occam's it's always been ozzy's razor Maybe in a parallel universe it is, but in still yet another universe is perhaps known as Occam's Axe. It's not parallel universes! <laughs> well, well, he asked me, hey, I believe he believes it's parallel universe. He apparently wrote that part into the script trying to explain to people the Mandela effect is part of a parallel universe. Now, I'm not here to tell you that it is or not, but it really is or not. But, um, but 
he asked me to put this in the buffer machine if there's enough evidence to say it is with the parallel universe. You know, so but before I do that, uh, I actually on my uh, channel, Bob, I put and Val, I put uh, a poll up to see what 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 people think. And oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we here go. go. Well, we got the I got it right here. I want to show the poll before I put it through the Whopper machine. So here we go. Okay. Now this is the this is so far. This is how many people voted on this. Uh, Thirty-two people voted. Is memory changes me memory changes part of the Mandela effect, parallel universe, time loop? Time loop is basically time travel, mental illness, or false memories. So out of thirty-two votes, uh, fifty-three percent of the people believe it is a Medellin effect. Now, 9% of the people believe it's a, it is a parallel universe, and I'm sure that 9% was voted by David. Apparently, he likes my channel. That's awesome. He should, he should support the channel. He should, like, um, sponsor us. But, you know, oh, well. 25% uh, says it's a time loop, and 0% says mental illness. And 12% does say false memories. Nice. So, so wow. now, now, what's interesting is, now, you have Medellin effect that's 53%, which Medellin effect can be affected with, of course, any one of these four. But if you take parallel universe, time loop, and false memory, if you put those percentages together, it's almost half and half. That, yeah. That, you know what I mean? That... It's something else rather than Medellin effect. So it's kind of an interesting poll that I put up. And, and guys, it's still up. So you guys yeah. still um, go in there and vote. But, Bob, should I – now, David asked me to put this through um, the Whopper machine. And anybody knows what the Whopper machine is, I'll, I'll tell Val what it is. Val, Whopper machine, in the movie uh, War Games, the, the War Games is actually a true story, but they made it like it's not. They actually, the government really did build a machine called the Whopper, where you put information in there, it takes the human element out, and it and it does the internet all around the world to say if there's enough evidence to say there is residue where yes. it is real, it is not. So I'm so I'm going to put this in here. Let's see what it says. Let's see what happens. All right. Did he get a certificate or is it going to be trashed? Here we go. We're our star, David. What is it going to be, Bob? What do you I think? I think I think it's complete failed. You think, it's you think it is? Here we go. Sorry, David. You don't have enough evidence to say it is part of parallel universe, which I think it's a good enough theory as anything else. I mean, 
I, I still think that it, if you're going to say Medela fits real and it's up to you what you believe in, if I'm going to say it's real, I think it's more likely, my opinion, part of a time loop. But that's just yeah. that is just my opinion. So, so Bob, when you saw all that with David and X Files talking about the Medela effect, and now people thought Mulder was crazy. Talk about the parallel universe, but is he crazy? Hmm. Oh me. Uh, you think he's crazy? I mean, there's no evidence to show any of this. But what do you think? Well, I know I was doing some. I was reading about some time travel stuff. Just hell, it was just today. I was there's a whole. Scenario is two guys out of um, two guys out of Australia. We're talking about the uh, they, they've discovered the equation. They finished the equation for time travel. They believe it's real. I'm like, OK, that's why I read it. It's really interesting how they've kind of talked about it. it the concept was if you went back, it's, it's a weird ass loop because we went back and killed your grandfather. Would you exist so that you couldn't have done it? So it's a whole it's a whole thing. And so I went through the whole math. It's real basic, you know, about time travel. But the concept of time travel is still, to me, it's a little bit different. Now, I have, I'm getting arguments with other people about it. I, I have something, I believe it's the, um, it's, it's your, it's, it's in your DNA. Um, I, I don't want to go into details, but uh, you have a mitochondrial DNA, which is a consistent set of DNA within your, you have your set DNA, then you have your mitochondrial DNA, which they used to do maternal lines back to a single female. But now they have I found evidence that there's a male maternal uh, DNA. Strip. Anyway, so I think it has something to do with quantum jumping from body to body, from your, your signature, like having a key and going from. Anyway, so I, physical time travel for me, even with the concepts they have, is impossible because your body's made up of the products that you eat. So you eat apples, you eat this. If you're in a car, like in the time machine car, but your car has been made by people, the tires have been made by a separate person. It's made, this is made in China. This is made here. So all the factors for your car to even exist is takes about a hundred, um, 20, hundred to or 200 different people to even put it together. So how would you have a car go in the past? It require all these different changes in the Anyway, so time travel is a difficult concept. I just don't think you can physically do it, but I think you can do it with DNA. Uh, make a long story short. After reading other stuff, it's like bullshit. People here are dumb. But anyway, yeah. Uh, I think you could do it with uh, using your um, your mitochondrial DNA. Okay. Well, you if have it, any opinions of, of this? <laughs> uh, my, my mind just went, I don't know. Oh, I'm an idiot. So <laughs> <laughs> I actually am. <laughs> um, I don't see the flex capacitor being built. No, I don't. So <laughs> I don't know how we're going to get there. Now, there is uh, some people in, in, in actually in the Medelfi community that, you know, people that was from that um, convention that they had believe that they can time travel with their minds. I mean, I don't yeah. know. I, I don't know about that. I think that's a far stretch. That, yeah, they also think they're all Jesus. So it's like, it, what the fuck yes, are you guys? Because if you can time travel with your minds, I, I'm sure that the position that they're in, they'll be a lot bigger. They'll have more money, bigger houses. Because I'm sorry. If you could time travel your mind and do some changes, I'm sorry. You're going to be crooked and do some things to benefit yourself. I'm sorry. I, your nature. It's nature. Listen, if yeah. I can go back in time and tell myself, Eric, put all your money on this long shot because you're going to win, I would do it. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I would. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, be like Biff. You'd be like Biff in the movie where he went back and he got the magazine of all the wins of all the all the sport the sports almanac. You remember he brought back the sports almanac. So he brings it back, and now he's and so basically Donald Trump, right? He's like mimicking Donald Trump. Now he's a big owns all the casinos and all the properties and all the fun stuff. I'm like, that's fucking kind of a weird overlap right there. It's almost like we're living in a fucking comic book movie. It's that's 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 Biff from that's Biff from. It's made to look that way. So I, my argument is, when you see all these things, these guys all of a sudden how I can they can they have theories of time travel and they're relevant. Now I look at it as a damn another another chapter in the comic book of another answer. Again, now we know where who shot Roswell shot out of a square window when it used to be round in my time, and now he's got one square window where you can clearly see him in the window shooting. You know, you got the answer. Everything here is an answer. It's like everything's a fucking answer for you. It's a movie. It's a damn novel. So time travel, of course, they're going to come up with theories and, oh, this is relevant now. We got the fucking, we got the Whopper machine next week. We're going to have another fucking answer. Yeah. yeah and, then, uh, and, and every movie has different uh, rules of a time travel. Right. Rules, you know, you know, uh, I mean, I mean, that movie, uh, the Avengers, the last one. You know, they had rules of time travel and then they broke their own rules within their own rules they put in that movie that you can't stay, you can't do this, and the Captain America stays. I'm like, hold on, you just put a rule that you can't do that, and they just did that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I said, I read this there's a big article about time travel. This guy's out of Australia, uh, somehow had figured out the equation. I'm like, no, you didn't, man. Literally, when, after I'm done reading it, I spent like two, three hours reading it and breaking it down. I said, you just named three to four movies. They literally described uh, Doctor Who. And the, if, if I were to take this, this, this equation and break it down, these guys talk, was, if, if Doctor Who had sex with a uh, Final Destination movie. So if Doctor Who, the series, had sex with the Final Destination movie, you would have their equation. I'm like, you guys, they're all movie shit. Everything here's from a movie. I said, this is a fake bullshit. These these physicists now are just quoting shit from movies. You know what? From movies. I just uh, this guy wrote Looper. I actually just watched that again uh two nights ago. Which one? Looper. Looper. It was it was just odd. It was on they send people from the future to pass so you can shoot them, kill them because they can't do that in the future. You know, <laughs> yeah, Looper. There it is, the Looper. And then there's also source code. So we're also talking about the concept of the movie source code, where you have a veteran that had been smashed to hell. He's in a he's in a loop of death. Instead of him dying, they keep him they kept him alive artificially. But he was able to go into a, a, a past situation to try to change the past to prevent a, a, a big explosion in the future. So they're literally taking this soldier and sending him in the past to, to prevent an explosion for the future. It's called source code. And they kept giving him information. He, he could only do it for like, I guess he had under like five minutes. He only had a five minute thing that they get knock things out, like a 10 minute, maybe it's 10, I don't care how many minutes. It's just a few short minutes to fix the problem. I'm going to have to go back in the chat because I'm interested what, like God Seawire, our good friend that was a guest on our channel before, wrote, I I believe you. I find it interesting as well. Again, it's a theory, but I provide as much theoretical evidence as I possibly can. It diff gets into the spiritual aspects as well. 
Yeah, sure. I mean, I mean, it's much evidence you can because there's really no 100% true evidence of anything. It's just, well, yeah. Oh, good. Our friend Tomicon's in. If ME <laughs> was time travel, there would be no flip flops and things want to slowly morph. They've changed instantly. Right. That's, that's, that's part cool. of the theory, too. But some, some theories. But some theory says even though you go back in time, it does not change things dramatically because your brain still remembers what it did remember, and that kind of a change takes over time. So what I mean, there's different theories of it. Man. There's hundreds. Every so, week is a new one. Every no. week is a new one. I always say if you believe in the paranormal, you believe in Medal Effect, you believe in Bigfoot, you believe in whatever, you have to be open to all possibilities. Because we just don't know. If we did know, we won't be doing the show because we already all have the answers. A, a, good, one, a good one would be the jacket. Have you guys seen that where the guy, you know, oh, yeah, he's straight. Yeah, he straightens himself of not being insane, and he, like, goes out of his present or future. It really messes with your mind that he's in so many different places. Yeah, it would screw your head up. <laughs> like, uh, like God's agrees with me, too. Yeah, because we just don't know. If we did, we wouldn't have a show. But beyond that, we're going to go to my other favorite segment of the show. It is time for... time for grandpa's world where today's alien story is aliens hid in the midst and abducted two people so this is a minute and 50 seconds long so we're gonna listen so so val what we do val is uh if if you haven't been here when we did this we play his video it's only a minute or two and then we kind of put our thoughts on what he just said you know what his little story is He's a great, lovable guy. Uh, he's in the description. I recommend people subbing him. He has hundreds of stories like this, so they're great stories. Here we go. Hi, welcome to Grandpa's World. I'm Grandpa. Today we're going to talk about UFOs in California again. California. Uh, and Cindy and Bobby's story. Of course, we changed names and stuff to protect the innocent and people who don't want to be known. So, uh, Bobby and Cindy had traveled over to Palo Vista, California, where they owned a remote country cabin. They had been relaxing inside the house where it was cool before heading back to their old house in Reading. They were about 19 miles from town when Bobby saw that ahead there was a thick mist that was forming. There was a big, beautiful, and bright moon out this night. They watched the mist change into a steel robot-type alien. Hmm. It was about five foot tall, sitting cross-legged on the grass ahead. It had a barrel-shaped body, but not as big in the face, black definition. Cindy started freaking out, so Bobby was also freaking out. And he yelled at the alien that he did not belong there to go home or else. Bobby started driving again. He asked Cindy if the alien was still there. She in turn asked him which one because she had saw a different group of aliens on the other side of the road. Just then Bobby saw the one that was sitting down was levitating towards them. Bobby jammed down on the gas pedal, and Cindy was screaming at him to haul ass. It is after us. We finally got to Reading and checked the time. They had lost six whole hours. 
Next day, Sunday, saw a huge reddish mark on Bobby's abdomen right above his waistline. Sunday and Bobby have never found anyone who saw anything like that that night. That's it for Grandpa's World today. Take it easy. We'll see you later. Don't forget to hit the like button and all those. All right. Now, wow. the something that he said there uh, was, was interesting now. Now, of course, every story is up to you if you believe it's true or not. But what I like about his story is, is um, the the people were in that car. There was a true reaction where I feel most people would be like, because if you've seen something that's not natural, you're going to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, it's only in the movies where somebody stays there and, and you know sees this metal machine, see these aliens. Hey, let's get out of the car. In real life, you see something you don't agree with, you're getting the fuck out of there, okay? I don't unless, know, I really towards unless you're doing <laughs> unless you're doing an investigation yourself on purpose, but if you're not doing no investigation, sure. you got kids or a wife in the car, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna hit the gas pedal. I think Veal's gonna say she's gonna run towards it. I'm gonna run towards it too, right? Is that what you're gonna I, say? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the difference is difference is she investigates this. Yeah. She's she's a rare, like in normal people who are going to investigate, but most people are not investigators. Yeah, most percentage of the people will hit the gas pedal and get the fuck out of there. Now, yeah. what's interesting is he said he's there was a metal machine, but of course there's aliens on the other side. Now, I could believe that because a lot of times in war, you send in your drone, you send in a machine to scope it out first. So if you're an alien, why would you be stupid to show yourself? Have you have a, a metal robot machine? Because if you have a spaceship, I'm sure you have a robot. You got the technology. Yeah, and like if the you, world. you, the robot machine will probably kill you. What do you guys think? Yeah, yeah kind of like, like War of the Worlds. I mean, they sent in their little drone things to clear everything out before they actually appeared. Yeah, yeah, that's about right. Yeah, I don't know. I If I see an alien in a lotus position, like... I mean, I can see him floating around, and do, but it's sitting in a lotus position. What the fuck? Number one, what the fuck is that about? Why? Why are they sitting? Why would someone be sitting in a lotus position off of a? I, you know, I'd be like, okay, what are you? What is this? Uh, are you like the the sentient of yoga? What is the sitting in the lotus position for? What are you thinking? What are you contemplating? I would definitely want to sit. I would sit myself down in a lotus position with him. Stare at the or it, it her whatever and say what's up. He's what, trying to me, right. Sorry, write me write some shit down. Obviously, it's in a it's in a passive position to be talked to. So I would definitely walk. Now, if it was all big and aggressive, I yeah, what the fuck. But in a lotus position, I definitely want to sit down and have a conversation. Just me. He might have been just, you know, sitting there to distract everybody else while the others come up from behind. You know, he said they're looking all kind of. Suave and nothing going on. Look behind you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a trap. <laughs> it's like, oh shit, they're all behind me. They're floating around behind me. What the hell? Yeah, that's that's our that's our answer. That's our answer, Eric. What do you think of that? It's it's a fair answer. There is there is no right answer. I mean, we don't know if the story's even true or not. But like I said, if it is, I can see where you have a robot. But it's kind of weird that. They would have a five-foot robot on one side, and then they're standing on the other side themselves. Unless the robot's ready to shoot and kill if they try to harm an alien. Yeah, yeah. If aliens could come here, and I'm not saying they have or not, 
That means they know how humans are because they have the technology to be here even in the first place. That humans shoot first, ask questions later. I mean, that's just that's the nature of humans. I mean, we do. We, we, we can't even. We can't even be one country in this world. We have to be separate countries. We have, you know, separate rulers. I mean, we can't even be one if we even wanted to. So yeah. if they to, they could take us over easy because we can't – the world doesn't join forces unless something really shit hits the fan. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 You know, it's, it's like it's like look at World War II. We were the last country to even join it because we're like – uh, it doesn't affect us. Why are we going to go? Oh, shit. It might does affect us. Let's get into it. I mean, yeah, that's, we'll that's, man, that's humans. We're fucking greedy until we have to do something. Yeah, and it's running right at us. Boo. That's our answer. It's running. It's coming right for us. It's an alien in a lotus position. Hello, everyone. It's coming right for us. Boo. Shit. Got him in the head. Got him. Hang him. Hang him in a. Hang him in the back. Get him. Yeah. And we'll cut him up to see if he has three hearts, two hearts, three, five. Yeah, hearts. The fact. And then, of course, we'll never know what happens behind the scenes. Uh, like what Zulu just said, we are savages. We still fight over imaginary lines in the sand. Yes, we do. We fight over toilet paper. Okay. <laughs> we know how we, the human race. To be a human being on the back of this freaking beautiful turtle is to fight over toilet paper. That's what we are. That's that's what we are. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I didn't I didn't fight over toilet paper. I just patiently waited for a couple of rolls to be available. That was uh, as easy as that. Remember, I, remember I changed our intro for a while to the group in Costco all fighting over toilet paper. <laughs> all fighting over toilet paper. <laughs> is this the human race, man? Now, the alien came here and they saw them fighting over toilet paper. I mean, I like, I don't want to land over here. I'll be taking the cows. They're the most <laughs> intelligent creatures. Or, the cows. like, man, we should take over these people. They fight over toilet paper. We got an easy yeah. win. <laughs> we don't know, Eric. It could have happened, man. Maybe that's the cause of the Mandela effect. Maybe the aliens took over. Maybe it's the Anunnaki. Or maybe it's the reptilians. If David fucking Eichster was here, Z Hale, if he was here, he'd be like, "Oh, we got reptilians taking over, all kinds of shit." In fact, <laughs> I think the, right now, Eric, the Queen of speaking of reptilians, the Queen of England over here has a major problem. She's got a big ass fight with her staff in her fucking in her place. There is a fight going on. I'm not a fight physical, but there's a coup happening. The Queen's private staff are pissed off, and they're fighting with the Queen. Do you know why? No. True. This is in the papers. The reason why the Queen is fighting with the staff is because she has ordered the staff. She's going to spend Christmas in a private or one of her private castles, and she's ordered all of her staff to come there, and not only to come there and be here, they're private in, in the during Christmas. No mass, no church, no nothing because of the because of the cornholio virus. So she's ordering them, and not only they have to follow all the rules, they have to be isolated before and then isolated after, which means they're not going to be able to spend time with their family and friends on Christmas, whatever your religion is. These people are religious. Turns out that they're like, we're not going to spend our Christmas in isolation with you, Queen. We're going to spend it with our family and our friends. And she says, no, 
You're under orders at McQueen. You're not going to have Christmas this year. Bah humbug. She says you're not having Christmas. You're going to spend it with me <laughs> with no Christmas. <laughs> and they're like, bullshit. We're going to have, they're Christians, obviously. They're going to have Christmas. And they're also, they're fighting. They're like, no, we're going to have Christmas. You can't order us not to have Christmas. You can't order us not to be religious on a day that we've sanctioned to be religious. But that's a big If she's even the queen anymore. Uh, well, they're checkmating the king, so obviously they're not following the rules of a, of a, yeah, whatever, archy. Obviously, if they're checkmating the king, they're not respecting the queen, so they don't care. Lincoln with two sets of eyelids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we got uh, one more segment until we get to the main topic, and it's one it's a lot of people's favorite topic or, or uh, segment because they love seeing Bob dancing. I mean, I get more comments about Bob dancing than anything. So this is what the fuck news. Welcome to what the fuck news. That was. Holy shit, this thing froze. Oh. Yeah, you're frozen. There you go. I'm unfrozen. Okay. I was okay. trying to get that off now. My story, Bob, this is this is a crazy fucking story. And guys, this is no freaking lie on this story. Right. What's I the crazy hope story? I don't offend anybody. I hope I don't anybody has a, a squeezy stomach or women or men. I don't want to offend anybody, but this is a true story. In Vietnam, okay. Oh, god damn it! What? Why does? Why does it have to have? Um, where you got to subscribe to it? Here we go. And you see the story. This is a true story, guys. Oh, motherfucker! Want me to log in? Uh, the children here. Uh, the children that watch our show. Okay. Vietnam. Confiscates over three hundred thousand recycled condoms for sale. Huh? No, hold on, hold on. Now, apparently, I got to subscribe to show this story, but I'm not going to subscribe to it. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what it is. This is a true story. Now, now there's the warehouse that they the cops busted into. Okay, it's a it's it's an underground. They sell stuff, whatever. Okay, they buy people's used condoms. And they take these condoms, and apparently they clean them somehow. They do whatever, and they repackage them to sell them back out in the market. And there's a huge market for this, and all that. Yeah, this uh, is it's 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 a true it's a true freaking story. Uh, Type it in Google. It was actually on the national news. I even saw it on the national news. Now, uh, now Bob, I'm gonna ask you this. I want you to do an educated guess on this, or people in the chat. How much do you think this place pays you if you bring them a used condom? What's your guess? I want I want there is a number. I I have no. I I penny, I don't know what their currency is. They give you a chicken? What are they? <laughs> they they, oh, they um okay, in America. I'm gonna see if I can get this story from uh, somewhere else where it doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, here, okay, here. Maybe this I know. I know it's gross. I know. I told you. I told you this is this is uh what the fuck news. Here we go. Police size. You can, now this is not asking me to, to uh, join. 
This is from CNN, guys. So this is not a fake story. Police seized 345,000 used condoms that were clean and sold as new. Oh, God. Where do we live, man? Is Police this bad? have confiscated an estimated 345,000 used condoms, which has been clean and resold as new. State media reported. Uh, there's footage on Vietnam television about this. Uh, here it is. There's the price. Let me see. For, let me get this off. Let me see if anybody got the price yet. No, it's not one cent. It's not $3. $3 for a used condom? That's pretty good, actually, really. Shit, I'll, make, I'll make some money. I'll walk around the parks, find them. The answer is it's 17 cents. That That's American currency. So 17 cents. 17. 17. Now, 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 can you imagine, Bob? Can you imagine? Seven. Can you imagine? Okay. You're at a party. I don't know. You're at a party. All your friends are at a party. And yeah. they, you and your friends hooked up with somebody. And they all use condoms. And you got a bag and say, hey, buddy, don't throw away your condom. I can sell it for 17 cents. I mean, who is that person? I'm serious. To make money off used condoms, that's a lot of fucking condoms, even for 17 cents to make money. Now, I know if you're poor, 10 cents could probably buy you a bag of uh, uh, ramen noodles. So, I mean, where do you go find used condoms? Do you go to trash cans and look for them, parties? Or, or maybe you go to a college area. The, the fact that they're making – there's enough of them for them to make a business is an anthropological question. Like, god damn, people. <laughs> they're, like, going like rabbits. I mean, they're just throwing the damn things out like nothing. I mean, it's like – Everywhere I go, there's a mask on the freaking corner. There's like hundreds of masks. So, I mean, how about recycle? I might recycle masks for people and condoms. It's the number 17 that's significant to me because I've been seeing, I don't know about anybody, but I've been seeing 17s like crazy. But it's because, yeah, I'll tell you guys later. But yeah, the 17 is weird for me. That number. I'm, I'm into the number codes. 17. But I don't, man, that's a lot. That's a, that's a regular business, man. That means. There's a whole lot of shagging going on. And was it Vietnam? Where's that at? Vietnam. So actually, <laughs> somebody, somebody, you know, I got a calculator. I'm gonna I got a calculator. So they said that there's 345,000. Let me use well, my do the math on con use condoms. Well look, what? yeah, hold on. 345,000 right here, right? Times 0.17. So how much money they gave out? So they paid. They paid people $58,650 to get these condoms. So I guess, how many condoms are in a package anyway? Is it yeah. 30 or something? 13. Or? There's a 13 right there. So 58,500 is 13. So there's your 13 hidden within the within the numbers. So it's a way of hiding a 13. I don't know. I'm making shit up. <laughs> well, how much is a, a, a package of condoms even nowadays? I'm on the celibacy's wagons. I don't know. Hold on. What's the going on condoms? Eric, we're kind of in an awkward. Okay, four dollars and twenty nine cents. So, 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 if they're four dollars, and just say there's usually three in a package, that's a good profit, really, if you think about it. Because you put three condoms, so three condoms in a package. Hey, this is great news. This is I know everybody's loving this segment. So I'm gonna wait for some math. So 0.17 times three. So 51 cents. 
basically a package of condom, and if you charge four dollars and forty one cents, that's a major profit. But that's in America, I would imagine. Well, you know, the American dollar is stronger down there, so you could probably. Know, but they're just they're they're just converting it. What it would be like if it was only. <laughs> We got to do the exchange rate on uh, certain things. We can go to Vietnam. We can pick up some condoms real cheap over there. We could probably redistribute them in the UK and all over Europe. If we could just, I bet you you could probably go to eBay and pick them up out of uh, Vietnam and for cheap, and then resell them across the globe. This is really a uh, profitable business. Fifty Road hasn't needed a condom since 1989. <laughs> well, well, I don't know if that's a shot of a shot, but well, technically, <laughs> technically, I'm fixed. By the by, the yeah. miracles of doctors, I don't need condom. I'm fixed, so I'm married. Yeah. I've been married for tw this is going to my twenty fourth year, so, so yeah, it would make sense. so if you go to Vietnam, don't buy their condoms. But hey, but 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 you know, recondition. I know, but I don't know. Maybe this company sells their condoms to America too. We don't know that. We might be buying. Yeah. I mean, I'm not buying condoms, but if someone's buying condoms, they technically might be buying used condoms. Very good. That's awesome. Yeah. They could probably. Put them in, I bet you if they if they they could probably put, cook them as street food too. Condoms with Amazon oh, yeah. only three uses. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, right. You could you could probably they probably have them as street food in China if they're moved. They could probably sell them in China. And they could probably deep fry them somehow. Throw a little bit of rat leg in there. Like fried condom, rat leg. Do, do they pay extra for magnums? Yeah, right. I don't think they can. They can use magnums. <laughs> no offense to the the local, uh, whatever. But um, yeah, I'm sure. Like I said, they sell them to China. They could just uh, put them as part of their street foods, like uh, onion rings or something. They wouldn't even know. Oh, these are good. Oh man. Oh, get big old forkful just fried up. Oh God, what is this? Calamari. <laughs> Calamari. Well, if, nobody Ooh, has, Calamari. if nobody has any more questions on mine, I guess we'll go straight to Bob's uh, what the fuck story. Hold on, what does this person say? Collecting used condoms, does that mean you're describing your person of being a janitor working in a <laughs> Hey, they're making a living. <laughs> oh, this one's good. Put it right in the bag. Oh, another one. That's 17 cents per condom. Oh, I, I buy detective ones. They have a hole on the end. <laughs> oh, I can patch them up. Chewy? <laughs> That's gross. Uh, too salty? <laughs> I've been married 10 years. I haven't bought a condom. Yeah, you're about with me. <laughs> I love that. So, so we're going to go to uh, Bob's <laughs> story. Oh. That, I knew people like my story today, so here we go. This is Bob. Take my face off this one. Very interesting. Been reading a lot of interesting things. A lot of things about a lot of places. Now I'm going to take you guys far, far away in another ass uh, place. Well, I carry my own little. It comes with the uniform, and I look up and I have a damn good look here. Yes. I can see Sagittarius A. Now, we're on Orion's spur. <laughs> anyway, now I'm looking out at Sagittarius A. It's interesting because back in the day, we've got a radio transmission. Well, not radio transmission per se, but a radio transmission. Uh, back in, uh, let's take a look here. 
back in 1931, Sagittarius A. And then after some scrutiny and some special details of looking into things, we don't have the technology, but maybe they did it. Who fucking knows? It's all weird and fake. However, this is important. There was some transmissions coming out of there. Nothing coherent out of Sagittarius A, which is uh, another entire, it's, it's in the middle of the Milky Way uh, galaxy, the center of the Milky Way galaxy. And it seems to be what's in the middle of the Milky Way galaxy is a, as they put it, a super large, uh, monstrous, whatever, black hole. And they located it in the middle of uh, the galaxy. Milky Way, that is, whatever you want to look up there. Also, they had relabeled it Sagittarius A star, which is, seems to be more of the focal point of where it's coming from. We have Sagittarius A, the first little, in 1931. And then in February uh, 13, 1974, they've actually coined it Sagittarius A, where you have this large, everything-eating, black, massive black hole. And then in October 16, 2002, they also have a, another little cluster there, was the uh, third cluster, the S2 which is another little feeding cluster that's also give, feeding back radio transmissions. It seems to be really flaring and weird stuff. Also, it's really important for people to understand is at May 13th, fucking 13th, for God's sake, May 13th, 2019, it seems that uh, it, it has increased 75% or 75 times brighter than normal. So in 2019, uh, May 13th, it got really, really fucking bright. And so now we're also not only reading uh, radio, whatever is coming out of it, we're also noticing it's gotten really cut and bright. So Sagittarius, the places that we used to remember, some people remember, or misremember, whatever your cup of tea is, it seems that our little home is now inside the black hole or coming out of the black hole. Who fucking knows? It's all weird that way. But what's really also important is in October 31st, 2018, again, October 31st, 2018, to keep going with dates, uh, there had seemed to be a very weird, strange large flare that came out of there in uh, Sagittarius A or Sagittarius A star had come right out of the black hole. It was thought to be a large X-ray style flare. It just kind of shot out of it around, uh, again, around October 31st, 2018. It's really important to know that a lot of activity keeps coming out of Sagittarius. I mean, I seem to remember Sagittarius being on Sagittarius, but I'm mentally ill and staring at Orion's spurt. But if you want to call it that, we don't know what the hell is going on. But I often keep my eyes up to the stars. And so I like to say, what the fuck are they talking about news? It's really, really kind of interesting. So um, one final thing. It appears that the evidence supports the fact that people were aware of Sagittarius A uh, and the great, great black hole is because H.P. Lovecraft, Way, way back then, way back when in the early 1900s, wrote it into one of his books. In fact, he clearly stated that what I like to believe is there's a large monster god, which looks like the flying spaghetti monster, if you want to really look at this thing, in the, in the whole Cthulhu world of pantheons of gods. Um, it's really interesting. His name is Azoth, Azathoth, 
as a fa, a z t h o t h as a fa, and he is in the uh, universe of of H P Lovecraft and all the Cthulhu uh, heads out there. Uh, it's the ruler. He's the the number one ruler, a war ruler, god of all the other gods. So he's like the god of the god, like the, like the Odin of all the gods over there. He's also thought to be uh, blind and an idiot god. It's your choice how you want to think about Cthulhu's uh, universe of gods. Look, there's that God from H.P. Lovecraft. It was also supposed to be out there in a fictional book. But there's a lot of things coming out of there. And you need to keep your eyes to the stars, people. That's why I always carry myself a little telescope with my uniform. And that's all there is for today. I hope you guys really enjoyed uh, What the Fuck News. And always keep your stars. Keep watching this black hole right now emitting all kinds of crazy things out sad oh look at that dance <laughs> uh, now that's one hell of a dance look at that look at that damn right damn right man that's an awesome dance woo man that's a yeah. lot of right there yeah, it's really interesting subject. It's about the great black hole, Sagittarius A, and well, Sagittarius A. Can you feel it? Uh, tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow's a full moon. It's the first one though. Uh, uh Fizzy Poopy. Um, uh, it is the first one, and then Fizzy Poop. The second one's gonna be on the thirty-first, which is Halloween, and that's the blue moon. There's gonna be two this month. Two this month. On the 31st, 13, anyway, and then the 1st. So 1st is the 311, anyway. So 1st and the 31st, which is unusual. Only happens once uh, in a blue moon, as they say. Very long time. The next one's going to be a long ways away. So a lot of weird shit is going to be going down this month. We're just going to wait for it and see what's going to happen. A lot of astrology. If you guys are into astrology, I think we'll probably do some astrology. Yeah. Be a whole, maybe you could share with some planet alignments. <laughs> it's going to be weird, man. There's a whole lot of astrology magic rolling around at the moment. All the Wiccans are breaking their stuff out, getting ready to have a good old time this month. This is a month for it. Um, uh, Veal, do you have anything that you know about the October of this month? Anything coming up you know about it? Um, nothing on that aspect, no. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm pretty sure with the full moon, I mean, it does make people, you know, a little on the crazy side. So we might be dealing with some zombies, you never know, with everything going on. Right. It reminds <laughs> me of that movie. Yeah, there was a movie out with uh, with Bill Murray. Was it, uh, what was it called? Dead, a Dead Don't Die. Dead Don't Die. It reminds me, this month is going to be like Dead Don't Die. I think there's going to be zombies this month. I think she's right. I think it'll be zombies this month. Dance is like a moonshiner. <laughs> <laughs> I do, don't I? <laughs> first thing yesterday during the debate when uh, 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 Donald mentioned that he puts money in Space Force. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> he puts money in CGI films with those yeah. fucking Elon. Uh, I want to share this one thing, and we're going to get into the haunted stuff. And this, what I'm going to share is a haunted thing. That I want to uh, share, but I want people to know that I'm going to be putting together um, a GoFundMe account, okay? And there's a reason why. I want everybody to hear this. There is something for sale in Ireland that I want to buy. What and is it? I buy this 
with your guys' help, I'm going to throw the biggest dead man's party you've ever seen. What is now, it? Right now, in Ireland, for sale, the most haunted mansion in Ireland. So right now, there's a haunted mansion in Ireland for sale. And guys, Ooh. I'll buy it. Look, 63 acres of pure Emerald Ireland is in luck. 22-bed mansion, $2.87 million. So guys, if I put a GoFundMe account, if we could raise $2.87 million, Easy. I'll buy this. And I will send all you guys free invitations so we can all have a dead man's party, oingo boingo, dead man's party in a real haunted house. Nice. Shit. Yeah. I got a couple of bucks right now I'll throw in for that one, man. Yeah. yeah. It's only uh, $2.87 I mean, look at the inside. Can yeah. you imagine having a dead man's party in there? That would be badass. It looks like the banister that's uh, – where's Jack at? Is it Jack going to walk down there on, like, the Titanic? Oh, Titanic. <laughs> you know, I'm, looking for, I'm looking for Jack to walk down in a tuxedo. Well, look, upstairs, isn't that beautiful? Wow. Hey, guys, we, I know we can all raise somehow $2.87 million so I can purchase this haunted house. I'll turn it into a Hogwarts. I'll turn it into a Wizard Academy. If we can make it a, a haunted house museum, you know, I don't know, yeah. or, 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 or uh, some kind of a, a hotel for special guests or something. I don't know. Turn it into a school. It'd be like a school for, like, superheroes. Oh, that's already been done. Now, Bob, since yeah. you live in the UK and you've actually been to uh, Scotland and Ireland, did yeah. you actually been in here, seen this up in person, or, or no, what do you know about this? You know anything about this? Because this, this was sent to me from somebody. It wasn't. I didn't find this. I was sent this from one of our uh, one of our uh, subscribers from chat. So Eric, check this out. A haunted mansion is actually for sale in Ireland. Wow, man! No, I've not uh, seen that. I, I I've been to a mental asylum, <clears throat> and I, I I filmed it in Ireland. Ran around that for a while. That was pretty fucking wacky. This left us hall holds tales of Satan, colonialism, and getting stood up by the queen. Wow, the queen I, getting stood up by the queen? Wow, that's a... Well, what part of Ireland is it then? I mean, because the, the queen don't have access to certain parts of Ireland. They don't care for no queens over there. They're part of the EU. It's three acres of pure emerald Ireland. Does it say... Uh, naturally, we start keeping everyone indoors during the guest, and I don't know, talk to him. I don't know where I know exactly where is this at in Ireland. That's a good question. Yeah, fuck, that'd be crazy. That'd be crazy. Yeah, it looks like uh, what was it? Um, um, the uh, let's see what uh, the one from The Shining is it like The Shining? Are we gonna walk in and be chased by uh, somebody with an axe? I don't know. Uh, you know, like I said, I'll set up a GoFundMe account. I don't know. Maybe I can raise two point eighty-seven million to, to buy it, and then we'll all go. I'm sure you'll get it. You'll get it. Yeah, you'll get it. Probably in a very short period of time. Have a broken computer in it too. That way you can. And also, there's a broken computer. You can pitch in for that one too. In there, I'm sure you'll get a lot of funding. Yeah, well, I guarantee. Uh, I'll send this to you since you're close to Ireland. You should maybe go investigate this for me to let to make sure that. If I raise the money to get this, 
that it really is haunted. So I don't want to buy it if it's not really haunted. I want to see something. Yeah. No, I've been using that ghost app, Eric. It worked. I, I went to a, a cemetery. I remember I made that video. It worked great. I was like, oh, shit, it's, they're talking on the freaking app. I've and never heard anybody respond. This guy here says, my toilet is haunted. Every time oh. I sit on it, I hear funny noises. Strange. I bet that, you need an exorcist immediately. So next time you go to the toilet, you better have a priest present. And then have them just examine everything around you as you're, as you're sitting on the toilet. Have the detector tech have everything have the lasers running everywhere as you're sitting there have everything sound effects have it all set up for yourself that's smart if you do it that way oh, someone in, in the chat wrote uh wexford county ireland Ooh, paranormal underworld knows about it. okay shit i would love to go <laughs> go in there and investigate it that'd be cool man totally okay. cool well today's uh i found a uh Web page it says supposed to be um it's supposed to be the 30 most haunted places in America. Okay. Now nice. I'm not I'm not I'm not saying any one of us are experts that's on this panel today, but I know <laughs> Val Paranormal is more into paranormal than we are. Maybe she's heard something that. and if she doesn't heard of it, we can read it together and try to see what's so haunted about it. Is it real? Is it not? You know? Now like I said, this is – I don't know who wrote this, but I don't know how they pick on how – what's the 30 most haunted. I don't know what the uh, the rules are to consider it more haunted. Did these people even go there, or are they taking this data from everybody else's, like, instead of, like, movie critics, maybe they're paranormal critics. I don't know. So I don't know if these are the 30 most, but I'm just using this to go off of. So now the first one – is the Stanley Hotel. Now, of course, we all know the story of Stanley Hotel is what mm -hmm. is the premises for the movie of The Shining. Okay? So we all seen The Shining. The Shining is based on the Stanley Hotel. Now, I'm not saying Jack's story, Jack, here's Johnny, was all true within this uh, uh, Stanley Hotel. But let me ask Val. Do you, do you know stuff about the Stanley Hotel on what, on what kind of haunting is supposed to be? Um, I know when I heard that it's not really that haunted. I hear it's haunted, but it's not like, oh, ooh. but you're supposed to see uh, Mr. Stanley's wife uh, check in at the, uh, the registry. And the reason King even made the movie is because he had a nightmare about his son getting chased by some demons or something in the hallway. And while he's out on the balcony having a cigarette, he wrote the movie, but I understand there's just only a couple of ghosts that actually are at the Stanley. Yeah. Wow. I've, I've uh, never stayed there. And, uh, Bob, I don't think you've ever stayed there. Now, no, I can't. Now, what it says here, uh, uh, Stanley Hotel, these are short stories, too. These aren't, like, long ones, so I don't, I don't, mind, yeah. I don't mind short ones. Uh, yeah. Stanley Georgian architecture and the world renowned whiskey bar have lured travelers to state park since it opened. Now this place opened in 1909, but the Stanley of course reached new levels of fame inspiring by the Stephen King books, of course, mm -hmm. that associate decided the ghost sighting mysterious piano music have been connected to the hotel. Okay. Well, mysterious piano music. Like you said, that's not scary. That wouldn't, I'd be like, play me some more. Right. The Stanley hotel learned into his reputation quite 
cleverly offering nightly ghost tours and uh, psychic consultations from oh. their So basically, they have you know ghost tours, which you know almost any place that's considered haunted does ghost tours. I mean, Bob, you and I went on a ghost tour yeah. in Gettysburg. You know, yeah, you know, fun. You know. Gettysburg was fun because at least they told you the, the real story of what happened there, who got killed in the shot, and then they brought in the paranormal. So that ghost tour was pretty fun. It wasn't bad. It was great. Uh, I liked it. You know, I remember uh, uh, Gabriel and I went on a ghost tour in Seattle. There was actually a ghost tour. And I remember this guy, he's taking us around the fucking town, telling us stories, like a hotel where this lady jumped out of a balcony, hit the ground. And I remember he telling me the story about this dead body on the ground. And there was some old lady like walking on the street saying, that's not very nice of saying stuff about people jumping from windows. <laughs> it was like, man, this is a ghost story tour. I don't care if it's a ghost story tour or not, but it's not proper. And I'm sitting there like, oh, right. Now it's finally getting good. Maybe yeah. Like local anger. <laughs> yeah. She wasn't apparently on the ghost tour. They walked too fast, too. And they no. were flying through the she was, a, she was offended that a person was even telling a story about a dead body hitting the ground. <laughs> I was like, man, this is kind of cool. Now, here's one. Here's another one. It's supposed to be Eastern State Prison in Pennsylvania. Well, I've heard a lot of uh, 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 prisons that have been shut down, and there's ghost stories there. Well, it makes sense, right? Because a lot of people have died in state prisons. I mean yeah. – I mean, uh, I don't know what state you live in, Bell. Have do you live close to Pennsylvania? Have you heard about this jail prison being haunted by any chance? Um, I'm in Missouri, and no, not on this one. But I just got back from the Missouri State Pen, which is okay. you know the bloodiest 47 acres in America. Um, yeah, the the penitentiaries. I mean, they they're supposed to have the steel bars, which contains the evil. Uh, within them. I mean, it is a depressing place whenever you walk in there to begin with. Um, oh. Why you would want to come back at, I mean, my question was the whole time I'm, I'm doing an investigation is why do you want to come back and haunt a place that kept you in captivity? But maybe, you know, uh, like Jack's there, Paranormal Underworld said, maybe they didn't have nowhere else to, you know, return to. But yeah, it's really heavy, depressive, a lot of residual energy in those places. Yeah. You wow. know, I'm Ghost Adventures, I, I, they, they, they apparently answered that question where if there's bad mojo, bad mojo there, that that's what causes an opening for more to come in. And it's like, so if there's bad spirits and that opens a door for other spirits to come there, I, I don't know. I don't know if that is a true theory on why even more spirits go to prisons. I, I don't know. Well, I mean, I if, I, if, die there, if somebody dies at a spot, even though they don't live there or not, you're right. You're right. A lot of people die at hospitals, but then you yeah. hear stories of that spirit at your house, but they died at a hospital. Yeah. Is there a connection? Is there, does, do you think, have you heard that ghost goes back to what they know or they stay where they die at? I, I think ghosts are free reigning. Um, if a lot of people know me, you know, I, I speak to the spirits on a regular basis. It's like, you know, I'm talking to you or Bob down there. But I, 
they they're free willing. They they go where they want to go. Their happiest place that is their their heaven, if you want to call it. They um, for sure not gonna stay at the prison. They're gonna go where they were happy and last. Right, that's what you think. I mean, unless you know, in their world, there's no time. So if they had died maybe 30 years ago and you go there, it could be it's just they just died five five minutes ago. They don't even know since time is, you know, time. And maybe they don't even they're not even able to manifest like they don't even know. Like they just died five minutes ago. They can't occupy any space until somebody shows up and they absorb their power. Then to them, it's just been 10 minutes after they just died. And then for us, it'd be like 30 years. I'm just taking guesses of why they would be there. They haven't even left yet. And the portal can stay connected to material objects that create this extreme energy, too. Yeah, I was thinking about the quartz. I've heard that theory. Uh, uh, ghost hunters were talking about quartz and uh, silica. Silica, silica, we put it in our cell phones. We store information in silica and everything. So in the walls, you have natural silica, high silica. If it's made of high quartz and high silica, then it's just like having a, a download of, of zeros and ones in the walls. Stored information. So if something's highly energetic and traumatic, wouldn't it just store itself into the silica, into the walls? Just like it was oh. in the computer? With that, you would get more uh, residual hauntings, not actual yeah. hauntings. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Because I think these are mostly residual. I think. What's the, name, what's the name of that famous bar? I know, Val, I think you've been there before. Mackey's. It's supposed to be one Something. of the most, Mackey's, <laughs> yeah, one of the most haunted like bars in the whole United States. And I remember that was also on Ghost Adventures. And I know. Oh, Ghost Adventures fake people. I know that, but I'm just using it as a uh, as a metaphor. I don't know. And there's a section of, of Ghost Adventures saying there's a tunnel that leads out. I can't remember to like a river or something. And they're talking about how rivers or rocks can store energy, and that's part of the reason why they think that this the map whatever it's, whatever it's called that's so haunted. What do you know about that place that I'm talking about? Oh, well, being at Bobby Matthews, I know what you're talking about. Uh, they, they say, you know, water being a conductor for energy. And since we all are energy, you know, they think, you know, you know, the spirits, which they do, you know, they flow easier whenever there's a current. Um, that's why they can use our equipment and stuff like that. But Bobby Matthews, I really didn't, you know, I think it was like, you know, the, the hype of it all, you know, demons, demons and demons, which I did get attacked in there, but it was about another spirit that followed me home and he was just, you know, an angry a-hole. But um yeah, um the, the spirits I ran into in there, they were mostly upset because they didn't have people to reach out to and they're saying that they wanted, they wanted to be left alone. You know, Bobby Mackey's wife that was sitting over in his dressing room, you know, me and another investigator, you know, he actually, you know, found her and I spoke to her. And she was just over there, you know, wanting to be left alone. But if you get somebody in there, she's, you know, continuously pounding for questions and answers. I mean, as a person, you know, I would get mad too. So that's going to cause a lot of a, a darker energy or something in a place. But I don't think Bobby Mackey's is all uh, that haunted. Yeah. yeah, it's haunted, but I mean, it's not for the reasons everybody thinks it is. I really I heard your theory a lot where people say that sometimes 
if you think a place is getting more haunted, it's because they want to be heard and nobody's listening. I've yeah. heard that from several uh, different people. Now, now you said something interesting. You said you you felt you were getting attacked. When you say you felt getting attacked, what is? I know it's kind of a weird question, but how does it feel? What does it feel like when you're thinking you're you're being attacked? Like like, did you feel scratches or did you feel like something's pulling on you when you're feeling attacked? At at that time, uh, we were talking to an entity that was down the hall. You could clearly see him in the the laser grid, you know, beam lights, and. All of a sudden, I just got this this rush of, of heaviness. If you could, like, take every over, overwhelming feeling that you ever had, I mean, just came over me. And it felt like someone, you know, with their cloak code hands, reached into my neck and grabbed a hold of my spine and twisted it. And pain shot up my neck, down my back. I was instantly sick. I mean, I had to back away. And you could hear me on the video just, ow, ow, ow. It hurt. <laughs> Oh, so, this video is it on your channel? Like, like on your channel? Uh, yeah, it's on. It's a it's a Bobby Matthews video. Oh wow! because I do have your channel uh right here. I mean, right here. This is this is this is her channel, and you've got tons of of videos on here. You know, live at the river. Uh, Missouri State Pen, what you're talking about, you were, you were talking about earlier. You got videos on it. So, guys, she's just not saying she's been there. Bill's got videos about her experience. And this is what makes her so awesome to be on the show is we just don't have somebody on here telling us stories. She's actually investigating these places. And there it is right here. Bobby Mackey's Haunted Music World. And, you're, and two, this video was uploaded only – only just two months ago. Wow. So a question for you. I, I always ask this question because I'm, I'm interested in all the fun stuff, the gadgets. What's yeah. your gadgets? What do you use? What's your thingy? Now, I used an app the other day. Eric told me about an app, and I use it. It worked great. Just a regular phone app yeah. on the phone. The, app, do that. the app was uh, told to me by the witch goddess herself who's actually in That's the chat. Okay, yeah, it worked great. Well, uh -huh. my, my, my greatest piece of equipment is me, but, if, you know, I use things to back up, you know, stuff. Yeah, but um, I, I love my SB11 because as a spirit box, you can do AM and FM forwards and backwards. You can slow it down. It also has a temperature gauge that helps you out. And, you know, I've, I've learned a lot of the older spirits that can manipulate energy that an SB box with white noise, those are great to use. Now, when you have your younger spirits or the ones that are not quite equipped with using that white noise and they still need the vocabulary and they need the, what they call a, a word bank, we okay. use the necrophonics. And I have got some really great responses with the necrophonics. Whoa. Even Is that a machine? Is it like a handheld? No, that is a app download. That is for uh, iPhones. I think it's for Android now, too. We have it on an iPhone. Well, Eric, what did you tell me to put out? Well, I forgot what it was called. It, it worked great. Uh, ghost Detector. Ghost uh, Detector. Really worked great. Yeah, Ghost Detector, yes. Yeah, it really started. They even mentioned camera. I had a person doing the camera, and it said camera. Uh, yeah, and then it said, this said to me, because I'm sitting there, 
and it said broad, like broad, like a girl. Like, and they're like, no, wait, you're talking about me. I'm broad. <laughs> I go, this thing is responding. Holy and, shit. <laughs> and look right here, this is her video. This is a live, doing it live in uh, Mac. Now, I want to ask you something. This, oh, oh yeah. How do you get uh, permission, like, to even? I, I, I see uh, TV shows, you know, people go in there. Do, do Bobby Mackey's like, do they like, yeah, you can investigate here, but you got to pay us to investigate. Or do they welcome it for, I don't know, maybe publicity? How do you get permission to do something like this in a place like this? Good question. Uh, we had a, a group, which we had to pay. Um, it was a, they do ghost tours, but they wait until like the end for the ones that want to stay longer. And the bigger groups. So, yeah, we did pay to stay there like two, three hours. I'm not really even for sure how long we were there. Yeah. Uh, just like the Missouri State Pen, you know, uh, we paid to go there for five hours on the last oh. tour. And you can go off by yourself and do your own thing. You know you have a group with you. But, you know, it's best to get off by yourself as much as possible so you don't get interference. That's great. Different equipment, like just looking at your video here, there's different equipment. Yeah, that's where I got hurt was there in the basement. Oh, wow. Oh, it looks just like one of those cool movies. All those, you know, like the, you see him on television, the he looks just like one of the live shows. Wanting, wow, like wanting me to take your head off. Wow, was that like a, a, a voice recording or something? Yeah, it, it was coming through our voice box. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, I think that was the necrophonics that we were using on that one. I was going back and forth between the two. Actress. You look at the word. Awesome. I mean, you're just not telling people you've been here. You're you're showing people that you've been here. Mm -hmm. I mean, That's you're the awesome. real deal. I mean, you're you're really how many years have you been uh, investigating now? You're your total years like how, how long you been doing this now well on youtube it's been like six months now but i've been investigating 30 some odd years wow wow <laughs> if, if, okay, how about this question all these there's a lot of great people uh in the chat now if they go to the channel right now which one would you say your video might have the most voices you found or, or the most interesting of all videos, like watch this one first before you watch any other video. Do you have one that you recommend the most? The one I just put out, uh, The Haunting on the Mississippi 3. Part, um, part 2, Part 3, yes. that's yeah. Um, at the end, we do not have the Necrophonics going. We do not have an SB11 going. And, you know, during the day, you know, people have spotted out that we've seen shadow figures running and stuff like that. But I am holding a Bluetooth speaker. We all know you turn on Bluetooth speaker, you get nothing out of it. It's, it's a dead weight in your hand. This thing wow. is making white noise by itself. And you can clearly under hear, tone hear this person speaking through this repetition of words. And it's like, please help me. Please do this. Please help me. I am here. I am here. I am help, help me. And it's just, it's awesome to watch that. I mean, that, that you know, I've, I've, I've never picked that up before. You know, I've picked it up in my head, but never on a box that does nothing. That's weird. That'd be cool. <laughs> it's a thrill 
that's fun. It's like catching a fish. Who <laughs> you getting some cool words that make sense? Oh, yeah. And that's me. I'm out there looking because they're telling me that their body is there. Oh, it said it hit my head. Stay where you are. Oh, I just saw something that says stay where you're at. Yeah. There's the we, camera. We run, we run two cameras, so we catch, you know, both ends. Does it matter so, uh, uh, for you when you catch things? Is it you, Does it matter if it's day or night that you catch more things or just luck? It's probably just luck because spirits are not going to act on demand. Um, a lot of the time, reach me do it at nighttime because the noise level is down. You're, you're more aware. You know, you can catch things off of the distance because it is darker, you know, spirit orbs or something like that. You know, a flash of light. It's easier to see during the nighttime. But if it's haunted, it's haunted. You're going to get it there in the daytime, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. yeah, let's go with this. Hurry. Woman. A woman? Oops. Oops. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I heard that. Tell me her name. Eva. Eva, uh, my my uh, my daughter's middle name is Eva. What? Violet Eva Wood. What? Nothing. Bob ain't nothing. Don't say that. <laughs> Beth kills. Holy shit! Now that thing you're holding, I, I've 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 seen machines where it does radio frequencies. Now I don't hear like radio sounds. Is it just picking up energy to make the words? Is it almost, you know what I'm talking about, those radio frequency ones? Yeah, um, that's that's like the SB-11. But in this one, I'm, at the time of this part, yeah, I did have the necro going with it. But before we put the necrophonics or the word bank to this, it was just white noise, like a, like a TV on a bad channel. Out of a Bluetooth speaker that's hooked to nothing. I mean, the, the the noise was coming out of the air for no hair reason. Which goddess actually has a nice, good question. What is the goal when you do investigation? She was just curious. Like, what what are you trying to get out of it when you're doing an investigation? Well, I mean, I, I do like to prove that there are spirits out there. Uh, my main thing, and, you know, I, I start off, you know, really helping people. And I know people get mad at me when I say this. I mean, I do help individuals if you have a spirit problem, but I get more enjoyment out of helping the spirits if, if they are lost or if their body needs to be found for that closure. Then that also can help the families for that. I'm, I'm out there, you know, looking for spirits to help somebody. You got an active one right here. This is cool. Alice. Oh. <laughs> Bridget. It's giving a lot of names. It's almost like, can you guys hear me? Wow. Yeah, I love these were long sentences. Now, because there is devices, right, that 
sometimes with the human ear, probably my my ears are bad that we can't hear certain things, but but there's there's devices that can actually pick up sounds. Now I would need that because I have hearing yeah. issues. So ghosts could be talking to me like right now because my hearing is. I wouldn't know. It's but, funny. <laughs> That's the reason I like the, and I keep saying the word necro. I know it's not sponsored, but um, it actually takes that that white noise that shh out of it that drives everybody crazy on these videos. That white noise is actually modified down to nothing, so you have the word word bank pretty much um, for them to manipulate, but you can hear a lot clearer. Okay. Now she was talking. I think she's talking to somebody else in the chat, but she wrote, "Can the machine, brother?" bother real human souls or is it just picking up something left behind that's interesting because can you be picking up words that left behind or oh actually coming from a yeah like a presently coming from a ghost or is it something that's a residual i think he's talking about like a residual conversation from way back maybe um, i have caught residual conversation but okay. you will eventually know the difference. A ghost will have intelligent conversation with you. You, you ask them, what color is my shirt? And they'll say blue or black, or they'll, they'll call your name, for instance. Now, residual, I, I kind of get that sometimes, but it, it's just like a record player. You hear the same talking or ghosts or spirits talking back and forth. I mean, once you get your equipment and you start knowing your equipment, you know the difference. Yeah. I like like they're yeah. saying, any hotel they hear a piano a lot. Maybe that could be like considered residual if they're hearing the exact same song over and over again. Yeah, that's residual. I, I, I get that here. It's an actual communication. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I see that. Now, one person wrote, "Well, machines are are made by man." So I wonder if he's what is he saying, or is he saying the machine was made by man? You work it out. I wonder if he's saying that since the machine is working by man, is it a real machine. I mean, I don't know exactly what he's talking about there. I can see. I can see that he's debunking. So I mean, again, yeah. we always welcome debunking, and and you, you obviously are used to it, so you have no problem with it. Um, right. yeah, I can see anything made by a man can be. You can have a remote control. You can actually have some guy behind the counter over there talking on a microphone. Yeah, I can see where he's coming from with that. Now, how, how do you? How, what do you think about that? What do you think about that kind of thing? That's why we always use our equipment as backup. And the more equipment you have to back up each other, then the more understanding, the more proof that you will have in a combined whole. And if you get like a lot of us teams together, and I, I know Paranormal Underworld will agree with me there, if you go in and you get some kind of evidence, take your evidence and give it to the next person. And okay. with, with that collaboration of all these these apps and things, and you know, I, I don't have an SLS, but someone else might, you know, put that with what I have, and that's how we, as a community, try to debunk or prove the paranormal. Yeah, good deal. Yeah, that's a because you, you know, science skeptics come with a hundred percent because you yourself have to be the skeptic first. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you because I've heard you talk about that. Number one, you walk in as a skeptic. Then yeah. you try to debunk everything first. Yeah. So yes, one should decipher it against the current situation and how is it how is it relevant? Okay. Okay. Yeah. 
You're your best yeah. tool, really. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I had to approach it. First thing I was doing is making sure there's nobody out with a radio that can call it in. I got a frequency. It could be done. I, I try to do it to see it could be done first. Then, then you're like, oh, shit, it could be done. Then you got to parameter the area, make sure there's nobody around the area with a fun stuff. You got to like, oh, it's so hard to be to debunk. And then, then you can try to get the actual stuff. It's, yeah. But I, I do like what you said, Bell, where sometimes the best machine is yourself. You, yourself. yourself. That's a good answer. <laughs> and I, I see that. I mean, it's you yourself would know if you, you know, every time I hear, uh, now, yes, I heard this on TV shows. I know this, but that's where I'm, where you get it. You always hear uh, people saying the 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 surrounding feels different. Uh, I can feel weird energy around me. Now, when I hear this, like on Ghost Adventures or Ghost Hunters, that they say they feel just their surrounding the environment just change. What do they really mean by that? I mean, if I walk down to a basement, I know most basements are going to be colder. And upstairs, so automatically you're going to go into something that's going to feel different. What do they really mean when they say they say they feel the energy around them is different? The the best one for me, and you know, I've, I've felt like little you know pieces of it, but whenever I was at Missouri State Pen, and I think it's like on the third part, and they told me that the, the basement part where they kept all the mentally insane and stuff like that was the heaviest and the worst. So, you know, automatically I'm thinking I'm going to go down there and it's going to feel heavy and I'm going to feel depressed. And, you know, I'm, I'm walking around in there like, I don't feel anything. And I didn't, it's like walking around my own house, but then I get to this one certain area and it almost felt like I was floating. It was like the atmosphere like really changed, like it was missing or like I was on morphine or something, you know, you don't have that pain and no more headache or no more nothing. It just felt like there was nothing, no air there or anything. It, it, you'll, you'll notice it. I mean, it's just really different. <laughs> I like what she said. <laughs> I like those stories, but those things can stay far away from me. <laughs> I like hearing them, but I don't want to be around it. Because, you know, one of the things, I hate using Ghost Adventures a lot, but me and my daughter used to watch it because it's just to be our thing. I know it's not mm -hmm. real, but. It's just for fun. They always say, you'll hear, it's cold. Is it because a ghost is taking all that energy in a spot and that's why it's cold? Yeah, for, for the most part, they are right on that. I mean, I, I run into that a lot, you know, even with my little ones here. Um, if they're near me or they're, they're trying to make something happen, then they've got to take that energy from the air. And by doing that, you're going to make the environment, you know, cooler. But I have also seen spirits make energy hotter by moving. No so, shit, I've never heard this. Yeah, because wow. on my SB11, I've, I've actually had it go up in temperature whenever a spirit would be near, near me. Now, if something a little more negative, you know, comes near me or, you know, something that I don't feel is all that great, they're a little on the colder side. But, yeah, they do manipulate the temperature back and forth. What about smells? I've heard people talk about smells like sulfur. So <laughs> the clown is saying it's sulfur. Before, I don't want to put any words in your head. What yeah. smells have you smelled? I have smelled like honeysuckle perfume. I have smelled roses, uh, tobacco pipe. You know, like if someone you know always smoked tobacco, 
you know, suddenly you'll start smelling that. Go, where is there a smoker in here? And they're like, oh, well, yeah. You know, you smell that. Now, I have, you know, with some of the darker spirits, I don't like using the D word because I barely seldom ever have seen one once in my life. But if you do, a lot of times it will be a rancid. If you can imagine, now I put this thought in everybody's head because they always say sulfur. Now, I think of leaving some chicken out in a hot trash can in a July day for two weeks. <laughs> That's what it smells like. Oh, no. <laughs> I heard that somebody say that if you smell sulfur and egg smell, it's not a ghost. It's a demon. I don't know if that's true or not. They, they're saying demons smell worse than, like, really? How would you know that? She's talking about the smell of rot. <laughs> She's <to> laugh. <laughs> Hopefully the ghost ain't attacking it right now. Go ahead. You're fine. You're fine. One can sense bad energy through a laptop watching live investigations on YouTube. Really? Whoa. I've, 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 watched, I've, I've watched Bell's live stuff before. I watched people. I've never felt uh, bad energy through a laptop. That's interesting. I just, I guess I'm not special enough. <laughs> Sorry about you're that. Not, I got <laughs> you're not open there. You're not open mentally. You can't have them come into you. The alien, or not aliens, the, 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 uh, the spirit. My cousin has some type of creature haunting her house like a dog almost, but not quite. Maybe it's a werewolf. Maybe well, it's there a are werewolf. all kinds of uh, elementals, too. Cool. Oh, cool. Let's hear that. That's new. I didn't even hear anybody. <laughs> yeah, no, that's actually... I. I, because I, I kind of believe that too. I, when I was in Ireland, I got that gut feeling all over Ireland. Like I'm just waiting for something to pop out. Literally, you know, I felt it. I felt it. It's. It, I've never felt it. it. I've been all over Europe, and I've never felt like it, it way it felt in Ireland. You got it with your sensitivity. You got to go to Ireland, man. Holy! Yeah, I'd be shit. like, oh. <laughs> Oh, like oh, everywhere you went, you felt something weird. Every And they have a lot of earthen mounds from way back with the Druids, you know, a lot of Druids in Ireland. You felt a lot of magic there. So, yeah, tell me about the elementals. What's your what's your take on that? Oh, there are so many. But, um, yeah, like Paranormal Underworld was the same. Uh, a puck wedgie could be one of those. Those are a little dark little critters that run around. Um you have, I mean, you know, in my belief, you know, being Cherokee, my grandma believed in the, the fairies and, you know, the, they protect the winds and the waters and the, the earth, you know, we're all one element of energy. And yeah, you have these little spirits that protect things and, you know, don't chop down a tree unless you ask permission and things like that. And you can create these little things. Oh, well, you can't create them, but you can draw them to you if you do something bad. And I, you know, I can't name them all because there are so many of them. Wow! Wow! How about bad ones? I mean, I mean, we joke about the werewolf. We joke about the the other whatever's. What do you think about? We're going to say the words, the stereo words, stereotype word. That's vampires, mm -hmm. the werewolf. What, what's your take on the darker ones? If you have a name for them. Um. Well, the only way I'm gonna believe in vampires is there is actual people that are allergic to sunlight. I don't know they've got some kind of photosynthesis, something wrong. With yeah. It, but I don't. I don't know about all that. But 
I think the worst one is the one that my Cherokee grandma called the Nagabwe. And they live in the trees like shadows. And they will actually come down on a person and attach themselves to your head. And, you know, with the Cherokee, they believe that then you will have lucid dreams. You'll end up going crazy. I think, you know, you know, more mental illness kind of thing. But you start doing things to your family and your, your crops and stuff that you're not supposed to. So it's almost like a uh, possession of this thing. And it will literally suck the life out of you until you die and go crazy. What do they call them? Succubuses? Incubus? Succubus? Yeah. <laughs> they come sit on your lap in your sleep <laughs> or lay on you when you sleep or whatever. They try to yeah. draw it out of you. I've had, I've had. What's that, Eric? Oh, uh, Wish Goddess says, yes, vampires are real. Okay. We got vampires. I, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, they, <laughs> I used to. I used to look for those uh, old uh, vampire kits they had from 1800s to see if I could. But, you know, there were so many fakes out at the time. They Everybody was like, there was a time period when everyone was actually believed in vampires. And they were afraid of them. They were, I remember they put a the cemetery, they had them in Europe. They they have a stick on the grave and then a bell. They put a bell out there. I mean, you heard about that and run a string into the coffin. Holy shit. <laughs> they ring the bell. You're buried alive. <laughs> <laughs> of course, this, we all know famous movies, Adamville Horror, famous movie, famous house, or whatever, you know, oh. supposed to be this. But there's people who've been living in that house for the last 10, 15 years or 20, 30 years. I don't know. I never hear any more stories about things from that house. Do you think that's real? You think Emily Horror was actually a real haunted place, or is this made up? You talking about the Harrison Farmhouse, The Conjuring? But Amityville Horror. The oh, Amityville. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've heard, you know, Lorraine and them side. Of course, you know, I love Lorraine because you know I feel that connection to her. Um, I went to the property when it was for sale. Oh. Yeah. Um. I've seen the children playing in the yard, and I felt a heaviness in that place. Of course, I didn't get to go in the house, but I, I don't think they're completely full of pocket duty because um, I just I just felt something there that was not right. I mean, it was heavy when I got on Amityville, but it was worse when I got to the house. Well, yeah, there's a lot. My main thing is, is it really maybe – depending on the people that are living there that are going to be seeing something or they don't, because why would some people see it and some people don't uh, unless, unless the people are living there now really do see something and they just don't want the uh, publicity or to be bothered again with people outside with cameras. You know what I mean? Like they're not, they don't want none of that. I know. I know exactly. And I, I think it is, you know, part of the energy of people. I mean, the DeFeos, they were always at each other. There was always that negative. You know, Ronnie and his dad fought all the time. And the dad and the mom fought all the time. So that energy, if there is something bad there, and it's just going to feed off that, and it's going to get worse and worse, it's going to be like a nuclear explosion, in which it did. So, you know, the next people that move in, which were, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, I know. I'm not too happy with them on the whole book situation, but that's okay. But 
I understand, you know, they kind of had some energy too because they, they were they were broke and they, they didn't needed money. So, you know, maybe they, they added to it. It didn't get to, you know, completely settle down. But then the house was completely empty for a little while. So the energy had time to settle. So the next people that move in there, you know, if they're a happy-go-lucky family, you know, like I moved into this place. I've been here the longest. I mean, this lady couldn't rent it out. You know, it's, it's horrible. It's haunted. No one can live here. So... <laughs> Maybe now, you know, with the people that are there, which I understand is for sale again, maybe their energy is is okay with that house. It's not feeding it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm staying in a haunted house. I got no I love it. I'm like, I'm waiting for it. I I love it. I went down and cleaned uh, the basement area out and there was an object that got thrown literally grabbing stuff and there was an object that flew across this room. <laughs> Boom, boom, and it hits the, the wall. I said, you saw that, right? They're like, yeah, there's nobody in there. You know, just being I said, you saw that. Let me ask this. Forget the 30 most haunted places. Where's the most haunted place for you, Ben? There you go. There you go. Ben or is? Visit, or, or you visited. That yeah. you, can, you, can, you can put a stamp and saying, this place is the most haunted place that I've ever been to. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, um, there, man, if I have to pick out one, I mean, there's so many, and it's probably not like a, a big thing either, like the Missouri State Pen. You know, yeah, it is haunted, it's not the most haunted. Um, I am going to stick right now with the Indian Hill that you know, literally, you know, I'm, I'm fearing for my life. There, there's a video on that too, by the way. Um, Veil don't run, but I did on that one. Um, it's just, I, I don't know, the energy there. I mean, it changes so quickly on you. And you can go, you know, one night and get something totally different. I mean, it is, you know, truly haunted up there. Probably a vortex hole or uh, one of them. They talk about those holes, like one of them uh, portals. Well, they're more spiritual than most other people, right? I mean, they're the most spiritual. They really believe in things that regular people don't. So it can make sense why their place is more haunted, right? Because if you're going to open up a portal, they open portals, right? They really invite portals to be open. Yeah, and, and what's so bad about this place is it was an Indian burial ground, and they went to dig a highway through, and they did not know it was there because, you know, it, it runs through, you know, backcountry in the Ozarks. So they literally cut into the side of this hill and they found generations of, you know, Indian bodies that they had to relocate. Oh. So, yeah, that, that whole road through there that they actually shut down. I mean, they have, you know, a few houses that decide to stay out there and build on that road. But it's not. Burial ground. Oh, man. Yeah, you can't. And, uh, you ever been scared of a place where you're like, I'm not going back to this place. Indian Hill. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe you were supposed to be there. I said, if it's an in burial ground, you were just not supposed to be there. I, maybe if you're painted or you got to come in with, I don't know, you do shaman work or whatever. Maybe there's something you could, because you got the blood. So I don't know. Yeah, I've, I've asked for permission before. I had no, you know, problems going up there before. 
But this time, I mean, our car was being shook. My uh, tech, which is my daughter, she got ran up on for the first time. You know, she couldn't drop the equipment because she's holding it. So she just froze. <laughs> you can hear her freaking out. <laughs> and you can just watch the shadows. I mean, if you've seen the movie Ghost, where those things are chasing that guy that Patrick Swayze puts on yeah. the streets. Yeah. You can see those coming down, you know, the hills. And one come up over my car. And I'm just like, nope, I'm out. Uh, I, I, I was like, nope. <laughs> you sure, they weren't a bunch of shiners up there, those moonshiners that are. <laughs> yeah, word before the Bridgewater Triangle. I've heard this before. What is the Bridgewater Triangle? Yeah, that that is a. Uh, um, Jax can tell you he lives there, but uh, yeah, I went to Boston to uh, collab and visit with uh, Paranormal Underworld there, and the Bridgewater Triangle is between. Oh, God, I'm going to get this so bad because I do not live there. Uh, Bridgewater, uh, Top Mass. I don't know. It's it's right in there somewhere with the Anawan Rock and the Pilgrims and Digenese. But it's supposed to be almost like the Bermuda Triangle. I mean, there's there's Bigfoot. There's Thunderbirds. There's hauntings. Yeah. There's everything there. And, yeah, he took me out to Anawan Rock. And a couple other places, but I actually got pulled backwards at Anawan Rock. There's a video on that too. Uh, that was a crazy place there. It pulled you back, like grabbed you, and then pulled you yeah. back. Yeah, yeah. Um, grabbed your shirt or like your shoulders and just pulled you like that. He grabbed a hold of my backpack. I had all my <laughs> equipment in, and it yanked me enough that you know I caught myself. But whenever we were walking through, and course it was paranormal underworld my daughter was in the middle and i was you know bringing up the, the rear and i look out and i see these five spirits of these indian and i'm like whoa whoa stop 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 hold don't go no further because i could see that they were upset and they're like well we have to go through there anyway so you know we're trying to make our way through there of course he has to stop and say hello to one of them not a good idea but anyway yeah <laughs> so we're trying to say the Lord's Prayer, protecting ourselves in some kind of way, you know, trying to walk around, you know, the spirits. And I, I'm speaking the Lord's Prayer. You could hear me. I'm in mid, mid, you know, sentence of one whenever I get yanked backwards. And I'm just like, yeah, no, I, I had enough of all that. <laughs> that's awesome. You got great stories. You got, yeah. That's got to be fun, man. And, and, of course, when you go home, you do a little a little prayer, a little ritual, or a little something because you don't want to bring them back with you. So I, I'm at, what do you do when you get home? Is there a cleansing you do? Actually, it starts there. I mean, you tell them that they can't attach to you, your equipment, okay. or anything like that. And it usually helps, but it's just like, you know, with the other person, that if they want to do it, they're going to do it anyway. But, yeah, the best thing when you do get home is to, you know, save your equipment, you know, salt your whatever you can. Uh, take yourself a salt bath. Make sure you don't have any attachments or anything like that. Salt bath? Oh, you do a salt like in the salt water? Is it, what do you? Well, how do you salt bath? Um, best thing to do is get sea salt. It's pretty cheap. Okay. You can you can buy a big thing of it. Uh, run you a bath, put you a cup or two oh. of sea oh, salt in there. Let it you know dissolve. Make sure you cool. get from head to toe. Get everything. And just, you know, rinse, rinse, rinse with that salt water and cleanse yourself. That's okay. good to know. I've never heard of that. That's awesome. <laughs> I hope you guys heard of the sidebar. I've never. That's interesting because I've been playing around doing stuff. I'll remember that. Okay. All right. That's okay. good. How about this? Um, 
have you ever been to Gettysburg? No, but I am going. Oh, you are going. I used to live, no, 15 minutes away from Gettysburg when I was living in Maryland. And some people say that is the most haunted place on, on this planet. That's what people say. Now, Bob lived with me for a little bit while I was in Maryland. We went to Gettysburg a lot. Now, I'll be honest. I have never, I have not seen any evidence at all personally at Gettysburg. At Gettysburg, so I'm very interested to hear your story once you go there. Mm -hmm. I, I was hoping that I was hoping that if people say this is the most haunted, I gotta see something. And yeah, I, I have been here. It was you hard know. to even think of ghost there. It was beautiful, so I can't. I couldn't even comprehend anything out there other than it's just pretty. I'm like, I you know, at this point, ghosts would wouldn't even bother me because it's gorgeous. Mm -hmm. The beautiful area. So, <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know exactly they're talking about in the chat, but I heard mud bath work too, uh, or putting rocks and crystals in the shower. Oh, are you shit. saying that putting rocks and crystals might help increase of seeing something, or or have be have better energies? Because I hear I seeing a lot in the chat. Cleansing. I think they're talking about cleansing after the fact. So you're okay. back. From hunting ghosts or whatever you got out there, and you do these cleansing. She's talking about a, a, a salt bath, and they're talking about putting salts in the sh I think that's what they're talking about. Now, Bob, that's a good question, though. Bob, you took a seaweed bath. A something. seaweed bath, yes, in Ireland, yes. You, you even put a you even put a picture up on my Instagram of you taking a a, a bath in seaweed. Now, did you really take that bath as to help cleanse you because of the ghosts in your house? Yeah, no, I was abducted again by aliens, and um, I was removed several courts. So I needed uh, the irises. Well, after you've been uh, courted, you've been milked by the aliens. You wanted to go ahead and take a sea bath, yeah, uh, with the with the uh, seaweed, which to me is like the greatest thing I've ever. Done. <laughs> Still to this day, I'm like, the little secret this is, man. This is the best, especially your eyes. It's amazing, man. Oh God. I'm blind to begin with, but it helped my eyes out, man. I was like, oh. I sent the invite. I'm, I'm, I want to get Clown on next week or the week after because Clown actually went on a driving tour of, of haunted places. I mean, I, he, he went place to place to place. He hit the road to get this. Wow. <laughs> like, That's what it did. Here is adventure. Of did he? Huh? Yeah, he was at my house on this road trip, and he was going to sleep in my haunted basement, and he left the light on. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear this. Yeah, it's like, you guys are all connected. That's he great. Has a video. It's hilarious. Bob and I have been trying to reach out to the studios to do to to uh, uh, sponsor him and I to go on a, on a big road trip and, and filming a live. Yeah. We haven't responded go. yet. These, these, oh, these Hollywood studios won't sponsor us. I don't, so maybe you can send a ghost to them and say, hey, you don't fucking sponsor these guys, then, then we're going to haunt the shit out of you. <laughs> Somebody will step up and sponsor. That would be fucking hilarious. Yeah, we're trying to – Bob and I want to do a ghost hunting road trip. Not like <laughs> road, but, you know, to talk to them friendly and make stops to your neighborhood and – don't no, check out some of these places and stuff. Yeah. Should, should, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's find some ghosts. <laughs> 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 I 
there's a lot of places that are haunted that you don't realize that are haunted. It's like, you know, when I went to Boston, I mean, around here, yeah, I see spirits a lot every day. But whenever I got there, you wouldn't believe the old spirits. And I'm just like, I'm like mesmerized, you know, pilgrims. And I'm like, yeah, we don't see these in Missouri. <laughs> but yeah, okay. it was awesome. Just driving yeah. down the road. <laughs> hey, we're trying. We're trying to, uh, Bob will tell you, I'm trying. I'm sending emails out. I'm, I'm reaching out to these places to say, come on, sponsor us to do a, a ghost hunt road trip. I would love to go from, from, we're on the West Coast. I, well, Bob's actually in the UK, but if Bob came here, we would start on the West Coast and go down to California and just go cross country and go down the road, 666, the Haunted Road. We'll go everywhere. We, awesome. And then Bob and I were planning to go fishing at the Bermuda Triangle. Awesome. Yes. Fishing so, in the Bermuda Triangle. Then we're going to hit ourselves back over, over here. We'll go to Ireland and all over freaking Ireland. Scotland and all them other weird ass cool places with the hauntings. That'd be cool. Oh god. <laughs> meet people like Bell and Clown, go to their areas. Yeah, that'd, be that'd be blast, man. That'd yeah, be Alice or Michelle in there, just grab them. Michelle, she, <laughs> she finds Satan all the time. You my watch her bringing her along. Well, of course you got Clown, he's a demon hunter, so they might work out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll create a whole, hey, that's a good, that's a good one. I could tell the studios. I'll have a whole team ready. I'll have a demon hunter. I'll have real people. <laughs> 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 we got ourselves a resident demon hunter. Yeah. <laughs> no, we got a crew. That'd be great, man. We got our own. We got our own uh, demon hunter. We got our own witch goddess. We got our own bell paranormal. She can talk to the ghosts. We got our own team. We'll create the best. It'd be, it'd be a real fucking team, I tell you that. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be great. We'd be oh, the best show ever. Aliens. I mean, what better team can you have than that? Yes, I'll summon the aliens down. They'll be with my children. My children will be flying the uh, the uh, the half breed children. Will be flying the rocket ships or whatever, flying discs and stuff. Over here, guys. We're over here. Zap us over here to here. Yeah, easy. Those are my kids up there. <laughs> Those are my half ones. I'm, but I'm, 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 I'm trying. I'm trying to get a sponsorship to do this, but, you know, will it work? I don't know. Well, they sponsor these stupid-ass, fake-ass people out of college, you know, these fake newspaper writers. Why not do some real people, you know? Yeah. If people don't think we're real, then I don't know what real is. Yeah, I went yeah. to the university. I can freaking I – got, I got stats. I got science. I'll do some science stuff on it. Hell, yeah. yeah. And I promise all studios that Bob would dance at every single graveyard. I mean, everybody wants to see Bob dancing at a graveyard. Well, after a few drinks, yeah. I'll be dancing all over the place. <laughs> the rule is Bob only dance with his clothes on. Bob, you ain't taking your clothes off. No, 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 no. That no, would cause any things to happen. No, yeah. All the ghosts. No, that would bring the gods down and they'd be angry. No, they <laughs> But beyond that, I, I want to say, Val, uh, thank you for coming on. It was fun. Today was fun. Uh, Thanks for having me up here. Yeah. More interesting than some article about the 30 most haunted. I mean, people. Yeah. We, we got on some of them. I'm going uh, to put her um, in the chat again. Guys, please go to her channel and check it out. And, man, if 
I'm, I, I am serious. I am been. I have been trying to get in contact with studios. You want to hear me or not? But to, to sponsor us to do this trip, don't know it's going to happen or not. But I, you know, hey, we all dream, right? You can't, you know, dreams free, right? And then yeah. I try to get up that um, that uh, need to buy that haunted place in Ireland. You know, I think we can raise two point eight seven million dollars easily. I think we could do it. We done by a week. <laughs> sure. I think I've got a I think I got a few pence in my pocket with a throw into the pot. There you go. Whoever yeah, raises like two million, you know, well they'll we'll give you a free reading of your <laughs> <laughs> That's a hell of a million dollar reading. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, good show, good show. Beyond that, we're gonna we're gonna end it today. Uh please subscribe to Belle's channel. She's awesome. She does live. She does actually real recordings of of footage. I mean, you guys just seen it on the show today. I mean, it's not fake. She's really out doing it, and it, you can't you can't buy that for a dollar. You, you know, it's not no ghost adventures. It's not. I'm sure you don't film this live, Bell, and go back to your place and recut it and add in voices. I mean, I'm yeah. sure like us, we're not smart enough to do that kind of stuff. What you see is what you get. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I want to prove something, not add something to it. So sometimes yeah. it's boring, and I, I tell people, no, real paranormal is boring. I mean, sometimes you're sitting there for hours and don't get nothing. And I yeah. see what it is. You know, eight hours, you only got two voices. I mean, it is yeah. what it is, right? And I, right. I, a cloud told me that he's done an all-day investigation, caught nothing. Mm -hmm. It is. It's yeah. like sometimes. Sometimes you get a bite. Sometimes you actually catch one. And then sometimes Bob will catch one and throw it back in the water. Yeah, you know? it's like archaeology. You do like uh, you spend all day doing like a one by one test pit or a pit. You get one piece of one little piece of what you think might be pottery. The fuck? <laughs> that video, the witch goddess will even do a reading if you want to donate a million bucks to buy that haunted place. There you go. There you yeah. go. Yes. So that, uh, in this show, uh, we'll be back Friday. Don't know exactly what that topic's gonna be, but uh, we'll be back for Friday on something. So I'll see everybody later. Have a good day. See was fun i'm exhausted now, <laughs> tired are you there eric? you're frozen eric's there he's frozen eric you're live eric you're still live and you're frozen <laughs> for those of you out there watching the show it was a great show and uh eric seems to have locked himself out so he kicked himself out so you're looking at me which is fantastic we had a fantastic show, and he'll be kicking it off here in a second, maybe, if he comes back on. We don't know what he's done. That's why I always make sure when Eric comes on, you don't be, we don't want to start talking about dirty underwear and, and his, his holes in his socks. We don't want to talk about that right after the show because it could still be on. Uh, we don't want to talk about his, the smell of his car when he drives around with a, 
with a dog in the back that farts all the time. Can't do that. It's not good. Not good. I got kitties. Kitties running everywhere. <laughs> so hold on. Let me send Eric himself a little bit of a thingy here. I think he got himself locked out of the show. So you guys get me for an extra few minutes. If you have any questions, you know, I, I had to jump on my other computer to end this show. Sorry about that, but I got frozen. <laughs> so, give me a so you guys had an extra footage of us yeah. with the messed up system. Sorry, 